Yo. You like movies? Yep. Yes, I do. You, what do you like about shoes? Uh, how they can complement an outfit. How they smell before you put them on for the first time. Uh, the designs, the pattern, the artistry behind them. There's lots of reasons. Same with movies. Sure. Lots of reasons. You know it would be cool you, if you had shoes that didn't make noise? And you call them sneakers? Yeah. This is Zebras in America podcast. <clears throat> or today we should call it Zebras in Wakanda podcast. Yes. A podcast about movies and other things. Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing really, really good. Really, really good. That's yeah. that's that's a superfluous use of reallys. Explain. Uh, I'm just like hanging out. There's some. <laughs> there's really good music. I'm I'm big just like movies. I'm big on when I anticipate an album and it turns out to be just like I thought it was or better than. I get it makes me really happy. Uh, I'm hanging out with a um, a friend later on afterwards who I really like. Um, and it just hit me. So it randomly hit me too. I had this thought the other day where it was just like, oh, I have, the, I'm, I like, I live in a house. I have a house now that I didn't necessarily buy, but it's just like, oh, I have a house. This is cool. It's my childhood house, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird to like, oh, I need to find a place to live. I find a part like, oh no, I could just go to Queens. There's a, a house in Queens that I can just live in. Marcus really cool. used to be blue, and now he's doing real good. So what are we gonna do when people are not misunderstood? We gonna party, have okay. some juice and some Bacardi. Oh yeah, Marcus is feeling better. I am yeah. I'm better now. Yeah, so uh... We're friends in real life. Yes. That's not true. We don't like each other. It's not true. But that's not not true. No. Um, and we went to the movies. Yeah. To see um, the 1517 to Paris. Yeah. But it wasn't good. So after like maybe 30 minutes. We were like, no, we're not going to watch that. Patriotism is great and terrorism is terrible. But we decided to see. Um, I had a really bad joke about. A thought, rather, of just a new trend of, like, survivors acting out shit in movies. But, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's really not, bad. that's not cool. It's a I'm, funny skit. You can imagine. That would be a funny, like, sketch. Or, like, yeah, a convoluted, nah. like, movie. Oh, get out of your nose. What? There's nothing yeah. wrong with picking your nose. My shit was itchy. Fair enough. Why are you putting me on blast on the radio? On the that radio? The, on the radio. On the air? Re- whatever. This is the radio. Sure. What were you about to say, though? That we went to see Black Panther. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, Ryan Coogler's follow-up to Creed. Yes. It was, uh, it was very good. Yes, I give it, like, a strong B. A super strong B. Super strong B. Yes. I, I think, uh, as far as, like, movie, regular movies go, I think it gets four out of five stars. As far as okay. superhero movies go, it gets 4.5 out of five stars. Okay. I'm not sure what gets five. No, I know what gets five stars. The Crow, Batman 1989, Batman 2 from the 2000s, mm. uh, first Superman movie. Mm. Uh, what else? Um, what about second Iron- Superman movie? Superman 2 loses his powers. I don't think it's five. I think it's oh. a solid four and a half. Oh, I'm fine with that. Um, I The first time I saw Sin City, it was five. But on on watching it again, it's like three. Yeah, I left my I left my early twenties, and then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" I was like, "Wait, yeah. like, yeah. like egregious violence is not always cool, and just like I'm not a fascist." Yeah. Um, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, five stars easily. Um, Iron Man three, five. Civil War, about as close to five as th- those are. Ragnarok five, yeah. I think. Winter Soldier, do you give that? Uh... Winter Soldier's four and a half. Okay. Um, yeah, I those I mean. Blade two, Blade one, first two blades. Uh, both blades are four and a halves. Okay. Uh, Blade three is two stars. You know what? I was just gonna say. I feel like maybe down the road, maybe the next time we record, I wanna like rewatch Blade three. I remember okay. watching it once, 
I stopped paying attention because I didn't see it in the theater. When I worked at the video store, I rented it and then I watched it and then I just like drifted off and stopped paying attention. I'm, so I legitimately, I watched it from beginning to end, but I stopped paying attention midway through. And then, yeah, I mean we, uh, I supp- I mean we could pause, go watch it right now and come back. Okay, let's do that. All right, but like we'll make it the length of like us going, renting the movie, watching it, just leave it on record. No, I don't think we should and do just that. ambient sounds. It'd be the longest episode ever. Yeah, but we... I mean, we were supposed to... Uh, Battle T-Rex, but he was scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were supposed to watch uh, Twin Peaks and do a 20-hour oh, yeah. commentary. We were, we were, we were. But I think maybe we'll just watch it and do like a one-hour commentary. No, I'm down doing the long... Com- maybe not 20, but we'll figure that out because and I do want to watch. Uh, so are we going to watch Blade 3 and come back? Yes. Okay, first pause. All right. What is up, YouTube and We Live Film? And as I asked, Putnam back for another installment of Sequel Sundays here on We Live Film. Now, before I move on, I want to apologize for my absence. Last week, I had some stuff in the way, but I'm back to be reviewing a bad sequel. Just in case, if you guys are wondering what Sequel Sundays is, for any of you who are just watching this for the first time, well, it's self-explanatory. Every consecutive Sunday, I will be reviewing a sequel that will be good or bad. I, re- I review one good sequel one week, and then I review a bad sequel the next weekend. So last weekend I reviewed Aliens, or two weeks ago I reviewed Aliens. This weekend I shall be reviewing uh, the ending, well a sequel, and also the ending to a trilogy that could have been good, but it ended poorly. And it's a Marvel Comics character. If you didn't, well the title already says it all, so I'm just going to get right to it. I'm going to review Blade Trinity. So Blade Trinity is the sequel to Blade 2 and is also the end of the Blade trilogy, thank God, at this point. So then Blade has killed a human, like literally not a vampire, but a human. I don't remember if he has killed a human in the past two Blade movies, but if he has, oh well. His mentor father, uh, Whistler, dies. And then he meets up with Hannibal King, played by Ryan Reynolds, and Abigail, played by Jessica Biel, who is Whistler's daughter. And so they have to go up against a ancient enemy known as Dracula, a.k.a. Drake. Alright guys, so let's get into Blade Trinity. Alright, so we're back. We literally just watched Blade Trinity on my TV. Yes. Um... I had I had some credit on my Amazon gift card, so uh, if you want to Venmo me like a dollar, you know, I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. How, how do you think that time was spent? Do you want your dollar back? Uh, well... Or your gift card money back? So, like, Abigail Whistler Trinity is what the movie really should have been called. Uh, sure. It was fine. Yeah. It was not as bad as I remembered it, but uh, that does by no means... I mean there's good it's just forgettable to me and like i just watched it and it's kind of forgettable still it's like thor 2 where it's like oh it's not terrible but it's just like did i see this oh yeah yeah like i forgot that parker posey was in the movie parker she posey was awesome Patton oswald Patton oswald i i didn't i remembered that hunter worst helmsley was in it <laughs> worst helmsley i do remember that only because like I said before we started watching it, this is that period where he was trying to be an actor. And he was always in The Rock's shadow as a wrestler. And then, you know, 2004-2005 era Rock was like starting to be the shit. So Triple H tried to be an actor and he couldn't match up to The Rock either. So he kind of played second place to The Rock in more than one area in life. What's so What's interesting that I don't really understand... Sorry, Triple H. Unrelated. I'm not sorry, Triple okay, H. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's like... Like, The Rock is a really good actor for what he does. I enjoy yes. his movies. Yeah. Um, why is he doing a movie of Rampage, the the arcade game? Yeah. Why is he doing Die Hard, Guy Without a Foot? What's Die Hard, Guy Without a Foot? Oh, his movie that's coming up before Rampage? Oh, he got killed. It was like the big one of the big commercials during the Super Bowl. It's literally Die Hard, except he has like a prosthetic foot in the movie. That actually sounds awesome. It is, but there's just things where, like, he jumps... It One of those things, I don't like when film Twitter, or just Twitter in general, does their, like, oh, let's roast somebody, but he got... Ro- it was it was good roasting. Not awesome. We watched the trailer for Venom. That movie just does not look good. Yeah, all of it... I had uh, someone explain to me, too, the whole, that Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's very complicated and convoluted, and basically, we won't be seeing Spider-Man. So it's like, what the fuck is the point of making a Venom movie? So who's his enemy? Carnage? I don't. I don't even know. 
That doesn't. R- Riz Ahmed is 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 his enemy uh, in this movie. So I I don't know. I it's like who cares? Like stop. Just All right, I don't shout know. out shout out to Sweatshop Boys, I guess. Yeah, shout uh, out to Jump Off, old school Jump Off battles. Riz Ahmed, MC Riz. He was one of the like. Not he never did the two on twos, but he did all like the the spin the mic ones, the ones oh, in the UK and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have to go. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, like, I saw a preview for for Rampage, and I was just like, "Wait, is this the arcade game where you were like a wolf and a Godzilla yes. and a King Kong? Yeah, and you you ate people. Yes, that was an awesome video game in the eighties. Yeah, why? I don't know. What what bugs me about, except for maybe the Fast and Furious movies and, and maybe a few exceptions, I think The Rock needs to, when when it's like a, a rock starring movie, it's all about The Rock. And no. Except for Fast and Furious. I think he needs to work with like a cast of like like a couple of other actors. We'll see. And, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what he does with Black Adam. Uh, so the, the movie with Kevin Hart was a lot of fun. There was yeah. a movie where sure. where his son got arrested for drugs. And he had to, like, go through a mission to, like, get his son not arrested. And that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. With uh, Billy Bob Thornton was the villain in that movie. Was he? Yeah. And Susan Sarandon's. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yes. I know that movie, that movie was cute. I don't, I don't, I just know the movie. I, I don't, I never saw it. Um, have you seen the new Liam Neeson movie where it's, like, uh, taken on a train? No, but didn't he do it on a plane? Yeah. So now he's, it's on the tr- okay. Yeah, no. he also did Taken with Wolves, which was actually good. That's the that the gray is not t- that's its own thing. That's alive with wolves. I have to go die. Why? Because that joke's because it's a good joke. No, I um no uh, uh yeah, go ahead. Taken on a train like looks actually dope like for fun. The first Taken was good. It was for cool. Fun. It was cool. Like you know action movies where like you know. Um, I still have a problem with like, oh, the bad guys have to be like from some weird country, and yes, and the second one was like with Forrest Whitaker. The second one was the was the world's most interesting man. Yeah, it's like I have taken your daughter because I like Dosakis. But anyway, <laughs> we just watched Blade Three for no reason. Yeah, because it's a Sunday and we're recording. And in um, a way, it ties into what we what we'll get it, into. Well, it does because you know? because for. For ten years, Wesley Snipes was trying to develop Black Panther as a movie with him playing Black Panther. Yeah. So it does connect. Yeah. And I think it. I think it's about time that one Blade gets reintroduced to the MCU, and two, I think it would be fine for Wesley <coughs> Snipes to do it. That, but you know what I think. So you know how, I am hope. I'm not going to say this is definitely going to happen, but Twitter. And just not just social media has influenced movies like this whole oceans women's oceans movie. That was a Twitter joke. That is now a real there's, thing. There's literally a movie um, produced by Ava DuVernay, produced by, written by the the girl from Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. What's her name? Um, shit. Insecure. Uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. She's awesome. Yes, yeah, she is. That's well, a good show. What did I say? Awkward black girls. See, yes. That shows how deep I am. Yeah. I was. I. I. I remember her YouTube show. The old school. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I, out to uh, I haven't Alice. Actually, uh, I haven't actually watched Insecure too much. That's good. Shout out to Alice Nanette uh, Howery for recommending me Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl back in the day. So it's just. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I watched it. I watched it like I remember. Yeah, like ten, almost not ten years ago, but a long time ago. Yeah. I think she's awesome, but she's writing a script apparently. Based off of Twitter going nuts over a picture of Lupita yeah, and Rihanna. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm a picture yeah, I know. of Lupita and Rihanna. Of, and people being like, You need to make a movie and they're like, Okay. So you were saying No, just how at one I'm seeing so many tweets and Facebook posts about let's bring Blade it's a combination of let's bring Blade back into the Marvel universe and everyone's rallying behind it too. Wesley Snipes is super active on Twitter. Like, he's there. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, I, a, I think it's a good combination. He's got a very funny yeah, he does. Uh, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he, he bites back, uh, which, is a, which is a fun pun because of Blade. Yes. yes. Vampires. Yes. And, yeah, he's, he's funny and he holds, he holds no punches. Uh, for a long time, um, me and some friends had an idea of a JCVD remake 
called Snipes, but I don't want to say the story no. about it. Because, you said too much already. Stop. Yeah. Um, JCVD, people are starting to watch again. It's on Prime. Oh, uh, yeah? So, yeah. Okay. That movie is a very good movie. It is. Don't Don't do that. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, so Blade 3, uh, like, the idea of having Dracula was cool, but, like, Dominic Purcell, who I call D. Percy, because mm-hmm. uh, he was in Prison Break yeah. and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work because he had like that weird like, like if shoulder arm thing too. He looked like a gladiator. Tell me if I'm making this up, but were like members of the Misfits wrestlers for a moment. Yes. Okay. You're not making this up. I'm not making it. They up. were. This was. It was during the downfall of WCW. They were yeah. down with Vampiro, and this was during. This is when Booker T was GI Bro. This was during that whole era. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Misfits were definitely. Uh. Yeah. Okay, I'm proud that I remembered that. It was still, it was around the time when, time too, when Insane Clown Posse was getting I remember that. It was a whole, and, um, hate, face painted people were, rockers were doing wrestling. Yeah, and Arquette won, was like a... That was, was a little bit before, but yeah. That before was a, Arquette that was, ended oof, WCW. Oof. That, that was, I'm not going to say that was the start of it, but that was a big blow. No, that it was had, one it, of the huge had, in the car. It had already started. They, like, they were... The the N the NWO stuff they they were like becoming the popular brand for a while yeah and that just really was was a mess they didn't you know they were doing so well but I don't think they really knew why they were doing so well yeah and I think a big part Vince Russo is kind of I some people defend him he was the head writer of WCW he left WWF right at the height of the Attitude Era which he was a big part of he came to, it was a combination of Vince Russo's a dumbass and Hulk Hogan wants creative control not only of himself but everything so Hulk Hogan is a big part of why WCW failed along with Vince Russo like they had a lot of talent like there was a period where it's like on your roster you had Bret Hart Sting Hulk Hogan uh Jeff Jarrett all the NW and like it still just failed and again the competition no but the, but WWF there was WWF was the shit at the there, time no but there was a a lot of the the DX was a response to NR, NWO yes and the NWO was killing it for a yes. minute yeah. Like when there was the white and the red, and there was yeah. the schism where it turned out the red was was a was the sleeper cell for the black, and then Randy yeah. Savage came back, and you were like, "Who hit him with the car?" I don't know if we ever found out who hit him with the car. Yeah, I don't even, I don't um, Sting was like the crow mixed with Sting. Bill Goldberg punched through a window that wasn't a a breakable window and <laughs> fucked his arm up, and he yeah. was gone for a while. That was bad. Bill Goldberg was recently on the Flash. Was he? Yeah. Oh, also recent recent news. I think it's like only a few days old. He's um, he's gonna be inducted into the Hall of Fame into that, and he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I mean, you sh- uh, you should come in April. You should come with me to Legends to watch WrestleMania. It's gonna be fun. Maybe. It's gonna be so much fun. It was too bad that that Whistler died at the beginning of the movie because he was like the heart of Blade Three. Yeah, he was. I mean, Abigail Whistler was cool. Yeah, that's Jessica Beale or Jess- Jennifer Beale. One Jessica is Flashdance. One is that show on WB where it turned out the father was a creep. I don't know either. I just know Jessica Beale. Seventh Heaven. Oh yeah, she was on that. Oh yeah, yeah. the father. Oh, the father yeah, who was in yeah. Brewster's Millions. Oh boy, the bad guy in Brewster's Millions. He's the bad guy in real life. It turns He's out it's like a guy. terrible person. Did you listen to that interview he gave when he was being interrogated? No. It's 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 really bad. I'd rather not. Yeah, I, I unfortunately I listened to it. And then going back real quick to wrestling, uh, X Pac gave a response to that whole thing because X Pac was sexually abused when he was a child. Classic case, because his mother, he was a single mom, and his mother was always working, so he was left around people, and he was, he felt a certain way about it, and responded to that guy, and everything, so. How'd he do, in his response? He did, he, he did fine, he held it together. X-Pac's an interesting, yeah. complicated man as That's, well. That seems about right. I used to love, I really loved his story in the 90s, of like, when he had a different name every week, and then he was the one, two, three kid, he was the kamikaze kid, he was all different types of kids. He was the kids. kid. He's and and then yeah. he was always just getting fucked up by Razor Ramon, and then one day he won, and that that put him into stardom. Yeah, I remember watching that. I remember uh, playing playing uh, WrestleMania on the Genesis, nice. and always thinking how like everyone loved Hulk Hogan, but his finishing move was like just like a butt bump, just like not that drop. dope, yeah. just like because um, like at least like give it a cool name. Like Sweet Chin Music is just a roundhouse kick. 
it's like not that amazing compared to some of the feats yeah. of athleticism. But Sweet Chin Music is possibly the greatest name yeah. for a finishing. And move. the build up to it when you like stomp yeah. to get the guy up, all that stuff. It's uh, like yeah. is is there really anything better than Sweet Chin Music? The Ghetto Blaster is pretty ill, especially mainly just because of the guy who did it. Who is like, yeah, you look like uh, Bad News Brown. It's sure. like a ball-headed, legit judo bronze medalist black guy from Harlem to do the Ghetto Blaster. Slight racism in there, but at the same time, I don't care. Because Bad News Brown, in real life, didn't take any of that racist shit, and he was known to fuck people up in the locker room. Wrestling and, so. has always, and I, we've talked about this on the show, Yeah, um, wrestling has always been amazing at the fact that it's like the most racially and diversely, diversely? Diverse, diverse, uh, entertainment of all time. Yes, but it's always done it in like the most problematic way ever. Yeah, they they like the first to have anything. You can think of just like a often a stereotype version of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I love I love that we're kind of just becoming a little bit of a, a wrestling podcast today. Right. Um, but I mean, it was. Blade Three, Black Panther. We got a lot of stuff. To the get Walls to of Jericho is also a good name. I mean, yes. Um, be, but but that's just because of who Jericho was. Um, when there was an when I was thinking, there was like one time where I wanted to be a wrestler just because I, I, nice. I, it was fun, and and my backstory in my mind mm-hmm. was that um, was that I was uh, that I was from the Middle East. Okay. And and um, my special move was called the Wailing Wall of Pain. That's cool. Yeah, and you know because of the the wall of the Wailing yes. Wall. Yes. Scott Krupnik, the Wailing Wall of Pain. Nice. Uh, I just thought that was amazing, and it was yeah. I had a move and everything, um, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Sweet Chin Music is just such a good name. Yeah. Ghetto Blaster is a really good name. And a good move, too. And a good move. But what I'm saying is that the Sweet Chin Music is it's just a kick. Yeah, it's just a super kick, which it's, is what it's called now. People call it a super kick. A super but. kick, or like Crispin Glover trying to kick David Letterman. I can kick. I can kick really high. I can kick really high. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah. Crispin Glover, uh, <laughs> famous for being for making movies with people with Down Syndrome, being in Back to the Future, and actually being uh, uh, Childish Gambino's father. And suing Steven Spielberg and winning. Yeah, which is, which is winning. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and, and for those of you, he's not actually Childish Gambino's father. Oh, I thought he was. Really? No. That would have been funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, like, you know, Park, you know, it was Blade 3, I give it uh, three stars out of five for comic book movie. Sure. I give it two and a half. I give it, I give it one and a half regular movie. Oof. So, um, Black Panther, you know, I'm kind of mad that there weren't any actual Wakandians or Zamundians hired for the movie. I agree. It's a, but, it's a little messed up. But that's a joke. But No, I'm going to write about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there actually weren't a lot of African actors in the movie. African descent-ish. Sure. African enough. There's like Lupita. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Uh, who's the bald woman from uh, Walking Dead? His protector. Where were, the, where were they born? I think they're all English, but it's like... Yeah. There's a lot of English actors. Yeah. Um... But it was yeah. I just thought um, oh, his sister's from. She was born in uh, I want to say Ghana. She's legit African. Shana, who kind of who kind of stole the show, Letitia something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She's she's uh she's really dope. You know. Yeah. Um. She, she was really good in uh, this season of Black Mirror. She's on the season finale show. This episode called Black Museum. Which is really good. It's one of the best Black Mirror episodes ever, I think. Um, yeah, what's that you're looking up? No, nothing. Oh. I, I'm looking at my oh. notes. Um, <coughs> you know who created her? Who? Uh, Reginald Hudlin. Reginald Hudlin, who's the... House the, Party. The director of House Party. Uh, took on his brother. Took Hudlin on the writing of Black Panther in the early aughts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, um, like, you're talking about the comic. 
Correct. Wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Um, they, you know, um, Black Panther has tried to largely have black writers. Um, cool. Right now, he's being written by Tanahisi Coates. Yeah. Who, who you didn't know who he was the last time we spoke about it. I know who he is now. Now you, you know who he is now. Cornell West uh, dissed the shit out of him a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, that that totally surprises me. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and and he's been butthurt ever since Obama didn't send him a personalized birthday card. That's uh, that's reductive. That's a simplistic. That's a simplistic. Reason. Well, I know. I'm trying to be intentionally. I'm intentionally frustrated with him. Fair enough. He's apparently he's a hip hop scholar. I have an issue with hip hop scholars. I have issue with hip, you know, me me and and big guests of the show. People who are listening are like, talk about the movie. No. You know what? If you want people that are going to talk about the movie, uh Wrong Reel is excellent, Pink Smoke is excellent, Four Brains One Movie is excellent. Yeah. Uh we were recently on it. We talked yeah. about Mad Cop a lot. Um yeah. There's, you know, uh Flix Wise if you uh, if you want, this is what we do. We're gonna get to the movie, maybe. Um, what were we talking about? We're talking about Cornell West being a hip hop scholar, right? So, friend of the show M Two May. Yeah. Him and I have always felt that that our issues with like people like um, Michael Eric Dyson, Michael Eric Dyson, and Cornell West. Yeah. Are are people who say they're they're rap scholars but only have a piece of the pie um a piece of a piece of the pie that one public enemy album tupac and nas okay let me no go ahead i just had to jump in and say that um so people when people would compare them to like amiri baraka how amiri baraka or leroy jones was with jazz is that amiri baraka knew not just like who Miles Davis was, he was also familiar with like cats who'd play on the corner or like smaller levels. If you claim to be a rap scholar, but like don't know who Gangsta Nib or Zero or Boogie rock, Monsters, sure, like no. or just like if you just know like Tupac and Biggie and like I guess like Busta Rhymes cousin, that's just not enough. No. You need like you need to know at this point being a, a there's it's pretty much impossible to be a rap scholar because rap has become a gigantic umbrella of music so it's very difficult you might as well be like I'm really good with early 80s yeah, or I, west I like coast that. or certain parts cuz I wouldn't I know a lot about rap music yeah. it's my favorite music bar none second being jazz However, I wouldn't call myself a scholar because, like, I know very little about Magnolia Shorty. I know a little, you know, like... Yeah, but you, you're always learning. I think if you learn a certain amount, you can still call... Like, there are scholars who call themselves scholars of, like, an overall thing, but they're still learning. Because I think that's part of being a scholar also. You're scholarly. You're still learning. Like, yeah, but also, like, some stuff... Like, I know very little about, little about Snap, though I like it. Mm-hmm. I know probably more about hyphy than most people in Brooklyn. Mm. I really love hyphy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, shake yeah. damn dreads. I just I don't have dreads because I don't think that I should. So I don't. And you're not from Amherst. For another, there's another reasons, many reasons why I wouldn't have dreads. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um. So yeah, my problem with Cornell West about rap scholar. It's really hip hop scholar too, which is a bigger thing because hip hop scholar, and you only focus on certain things within one element of it too. But that's a we're opening a whole lot of can of worms. Yeah, because um, hip hop is a different thing. Because because in that case, hip hop is different. I don't like. I often don't like the the class and the class wars. Of like people being like, I don't listen to rap, I listen to hip hop. Like that's bullshit. I always say, yeah, rap. yeah, 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 yeah. I always of say course. rap. I always say rap for that reason. People are like, Scott, you make hip hop. I'm like, no, I make rap. Yeah. Um, because I feel like pretentious people are like, I like to listen to audio of uh, graffiti cans being sprayed onto walls. It's like, is that what you know what I'm saying? Like it's the listenable thing, like rap music. Sure, that's yeah. instrumental, but no, whatever. Uh, hip hop is is you know a five element 
lifestyle that, you know, pe most people aren't part of most of them anymore. Sure. And, you know, a pedophile defender once said, rap is something you do, hip-hop is something you live. So it's Actually, a part I, of, um... going in my head mm -hmm. was, was the, was, um, the Raw Codics, uh DJ Premier remix. Raw Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, hardcore hip-hop. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Yes, I do. Going yeah. out to hardcore hip hop. Yeah. Rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you live. And yeah. then that beat with like with super primo bells. Yeah. Which is apropos because we talked about primo on the last episode. Yeah. Um. So, you know, rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you. Boom 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 boom. Anyways, that's that's. So that was the fifth element, uh, which is uh, beatboxing, which some people say isn't an element, but like, go fuck yourself. Sure. Staten Island is the, is the 36th element. You know, there's plenty of elements. Um, the Forgotten Borough. Uh, Philadelphia is the Forgotten Borough. How do we pass like New Jersey? How do we get to Philadelphia? Over we'll get to New Jersey, Leanne. Okay. So, yeah. So anyways... Reginald Hudlin created him. The thing that's interesting about Black Panther is like he's existed for so long, but but like he's not always been like connected to the main universe because because people had trouble connecting mm -hmm. because a lot of people are white, sure, and they don't understand this like uh, technologically advanced uh, country that believes in like collectivism and uh, you know elder veneration. Um, which which has to do with like people's like messed up views of history because people always think of like Africa is not as advanced or like as you kept on whispering whenever we watched the movie like when something ingenious would be like but it's a third world country yeah the first third of that movie that's not possible Wakanda is a third world country but it's a third world country. It's like, oh my god, we get it. Big, shut the fuck Those up. Those are my little nitpicky things about it. It's like, all right, stop trying to hammer. Yes, we know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I don't have too many nitpicky stuff. My, uh, but oh, um, before I I assume you've seen the movie before listening to this episode because we're gonna get into right. it. So let's just. Right. I'll give you time to so. You had your chance to leave to go watch it, come back and listen because we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. So. By the time, like, kings and queens in Europe were developing mm. and people were still shitting in their own beds, um, Egypt, Egypt was his Africa, was on its, like, 10th dynasty. Yeah. Like, that, like, Africa is, is the idea that, that Africa's not advanced or, like, is just, like, it's, 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 uh, it's arrogance, it's hubris, it's yeah. people needing their own idea. The largest continent in the world is, you know, not it's a, advanced. It's, it's a like, you know, also one. Come on, it's a gigantic continent. Yes, not a country, by the way. I have to throw this out there. There's a lot of people. So number forty, whatever uh, his name is, said. There's there's all these reports. I have yet to see anyone call this out. He was, you know, Haiti and Africa were shithole countries, and no one wants to call out the fact that are you calling Africa a country? But anyway, go ahead. No, um, I think that's another problem that the president doesn't know that so a continent is a country. To, go, to go there to do some like comic talk, which we've yeah. been doing. Um, there's uh, so two um, Everett Ross, who is the who is uh, Martin Freeman. Is that his name? Yes. His character, who is who is in who is in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe, and last week's episode was number forty two, which is the meaning of life. Um, mm -hmm. He was he was created in the nineties by this dude, Christopher Priest. Okay. Who's who's not only a priest, he changed his name, but he's this he's a he's a he made some pretty good like uh eighties music. Mm. But he was like this dope comic book writer, black dude. Um he created Ever Everett Ross because he thought that he should create like a a creature surrogate for white audiences to to sort of be able to ah. Yeah, I mean that's what he was. I mean that is no, what he, he was. No, he is pretty obvious in the film. Yeah, and it, but Christopher Priest like actually did it on purpose right. to right. try to create a connection. And he would say stuff in the in the book that like comic book 
they'd be like, oh, it's a little racist. But by saying it a little racist, they'd be like, no, wait a second, this is this, this is that. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Check out his music. You'd like it. Um, he also created uh, Nakia, who is uh, Lapita's character, though mm-hmm. in the comic book she's like totally different. Like How so? Um, she's like know. she's a she's like a magical sorceress villain. Oh 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 oh. But okay. that's that's because um, in the comic books, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Black Panther's wife is Storm. Yes, no, I, I knew that. And um, while maybe they'll do that, there will be a sequel. This movie's yes. wildly popular. Yes, and. It could not be popular, and there would still be a sequel. Yeah, and and I think we already got, we'll get into it in a little bit, but I think we already got the, the 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 roots, the seeds planted for what the sequel is going to be. But you know, hmm. I think the big so the big thing let is me, let me finish yeah. my thought. Go ahead. So I I think that now that that Disney Disney bought Fox. No, I think it was the other. I don't know one of those things. I I, I now I that know. they have that stuff back. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do it. I ho- kind of hope they don't because I thought this, I thought the the their connection was really good. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, what were you about to say? Well, I just think the whole underlying theme in this Black Panther movie was just like, no, we keep the vibranium, we keep our resources for ourselves, don't blow our cover, and then the whole you know they into you know uh, Agent Ross sees. Oh, should should that, we give should should um, we give like a little. Before we go there, to just give like a, a quick no, because it's not even the main thing. Just one minor thing was like to use the vibranium to help other countries, and Black Panther was like, "No, let's keep it for ourselves." And then, um, you know, so I think the second movie is going to be, which, a metaphor for real life, I think it's going to be people trying to come into this African country to take its resources, which is r- very real life. Which is also insulting when you hear things like Africa's a quote, because I'm a shithole country, where it's just like, if it's such a shithole, why do you take from it so much, you know, if it's such a shithole? But anyway, so I think, and there's going to be other stuff too, Go, going back to early in the beginning, I'm curious to see who this new villain is going to be, because my biggest issue, my biggest non-nitpicky issue with Black Panther is the fact that a great villain is supposedly dead, They you know? Yeah, my problem is that... Um, Claw and Killmonger. Yes. Two of the... They really killed it on yes. villains in this movie. Yeah. I would say Killmonger, like, top four MCU villains, and Claw... Wow. I think my own... And, and I have a lot of issues with him. A lot of issues. Mine is only in the... Michael V. Jordan's performance. Anytime he tried to get mean and evil, it was like a little kid standing in the mirror and being like, Yeah! Cause I'm tough. Like that's kind of and, and Michael B. Jordan's a good actor, but I think in a couple times the way he pronounced his words, the way he tried to be tough, it was just like you're forcing it. it seems like you're you forcing just, you it. You just remembered so. when he played like a child and his friends murdered him. What? Oh, you talking about The Wire? Yeah. Have you heard of that show? I think so. I don't know if people know about it. Yeah. Do you think people would like The Wire? I think so. Someone told me it's the greatest show ever. That's impossible, because the Eric Andre show or Deep Space Nine are the greatest shows ever. Um, I'm not even going to really argue about the Eric. I don't know enough about Deep Space Nine. Today. It's the best show. Okay, fine. In my opinion. Fine. Um, yeah, no, Claw Claw was the most fun Marvel supervillain. Yeah. Played by Andy Serkis. Yeah. Who's like a mixtape rapper. Apparently Claw Apparently, has a mixtape. Yeah. He has a mixtape, yeah. and... He's just fun. It was fun. Like Andy Circus was eating the eating the scenery. Yeah. And he it was delightful. I'm fine with it. Um yeah, I, um Yeah, it's 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 sorry. No, cuz doesn't it just seemed like we just got going. You know, Age of Ultron gets his arm cut off. That's when we first, you know, and now he's like using it. I just thought there should be a next stage to him before he gets killed. And I also think, too, the bigger... This opens up a can of worms in that this whole technologically advanced country for decades couldn't catch him, which meant he's really good at what he does, and then he just kind of gets shot in the gut by Killmonger, who Killmonger's good at what he does, too, but I just think a whole country, a whole... Like, a couple of Black Panthers he evaded, and then suddenly this guy, like, oh, I'll just kill you, and then, like, he's dead. I just... I don't know. I mean, there were some plot hole issues. Sure. Um... I don't. Also, I don't think he was expecting it, but yeah, there are. But a guy like him, you you do. You're always like, oh, like he seems like a guy like 
to evade people out to get them all the time, your guard should be up. So if you're working with a guy who's also a villain, I feel like someone like him would be like, let me just always keep my guard up with him because you never know what's under his sleeve and to kind of let his go. Yeah, you know, but... No, I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with the villains because, yeah, those those are two of of his of Black Panther's best villains. Yeah, and they're supposedly dead. They need to just in general bigger in the Marvel comic. Stop killing off villains so much. Yeah, because some of these villains are really cool. Like stop killing them off in movies. Like, and and Loki's in that gray area, so I don't even know if I fully count Loki. But like, what great villains are still like? I'm going to just call them by their real names. Like, Jeff Bridges, Mickey Rourke is dead. Um, you know, apparently Killmonger's dead. Apparently Claw's dead. Who else is uh, I don't dead? think I don't yeah. think Claw or Killmonger are complete. I, uh, I hope um, not. Um, but I'm saying, like, so... Them... Nakia... And what was the name of the dude who was, who was the head of, like, the, other, the tribe that wasn't feeling... Oh, like the gorilla guys. Yeah, I I don't remember. I don't remember his name. So he he's he's a villain in the comics. Oh, is he? Okay. Where where in this one he was just not a, not an ally, yeah. but he was pretty heroic and he was awesome. Yeah. So they they like they kind of pause blew their wad with a lot of their characters. Yep. So I'm interested to see what they yep. do in part two because like if part two is just like Blood Diamonds Marvel style. I'm not really feeling that, though. If it's like Wakandian civil war, I'm interested, because mm. um, they did definitely sow the seeds for that. They did. Um, one thing that's been really interesting for me in the Marvel uh, su- su- suicidal Marvel cinematic universe uh-huh. is that um, so like Black Panther, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Ant Man, Civil War. I'll deal with dad shit. They do. Um, Going back further, Iron Man 2 deals with Iron dad Man stuff. Iron Man 2 also da- deals with dad stuff. Um, Black Panther, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Iron Man 2, to a certain extent, deal with sins of the father. Yes. They're yeah, really, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, really yeah. doing that right now. Yeah. Because in, in Black Panther, the uh, Black Panther's father, who was also Black Panther, T'Chaka, mm-hmm. uh killed his brother in Oakland in the 90s because yeah. his brother was like, yo, this non-interventionalist thing is whack. Like, there's all this terrible shit happening. We need to arm... We need to arm people. And, you know, it was like sort of like a, a Magneto uh, Professor X sort of thing. Yeah, the Malcolm X, Martin Luther King thing, which is what that whole relationship is based on. Absolutely. Or to bring it back further, what I was reminded of in Black Panther with that whole conflict was earlier the original conflict before x and king was booker t washington and wdb du bois uh who were on a similar where booker t washington was just like we just want a piece of the pie we'll leave you white people alone. we just want to do our thing and just we should be allowed to like sit with you do whatever you know like don't worry we're not gonna you know ruin anything where wb du bois was like no 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 We'll sit next to you, and if we want to cheer loudly, and we want to do, we'll we'll do that too. Like so, it was a little, and then they had their little kind of beef. But, yeah, yeah, and and also, though I do have a little, I do have some issues, like from a from a flavor standpoint, because I do wonder, in this world where like so Wakanda, depending on, depending on comic books, is like in Central Africa usually. Mm. Um, is gifted with this asteroid that creates vibranium, mm-hmm. um, which in the Marvel Universe is, depending on who you speak to, it's either vibranium or adamantium are the strongest metals, <clears throat> but adamantium right. being the stuff that Wolverine right. is claws are made of. There's another new metal that can kill adamantium, but that's in the comics, and I forgot what it's called. Mm. Um, side note. In the comic books, the only way that you can really kill Wolverine with his healing factor is to drown him because he can't, there's no healing involved in drowning, which upset me in, in Days of Future Past when he was left underwater and then he was found still living. That bothered, ah. that bothered me from a flavor perspective. Sure. It wouldn't be decapitation? Um, no. Really? Yeah, he's healed from decapitation. Oh. They've, wow. ret- they've retconned his... They've wow. retconned his healing factors quite a bit. Okay. But 
It's been hard. I don't even know if he's alive still. Bill, is he alive? Doug, is he alive? Doug, what does it mean to be alive? Marcus, have you smoked PCP? No. Okay. Um, so, side, yeah, drowning, vibranium, yeah. the heart-shaped herb. Um, I have issue believing that in the middle, the slave trade, that this country in the 1600s would have been like, we're not going to intervene with these people taking everybody away to become slaveries. To become slavery? To become, become slaves. Yeah. I mean, given all the other... I, I believe it. It's just some harsh shit. Like, no, we need to just stay out of it. No, it comes at night sort of shit. Like, like what do you do? Like, you non... I just don't... I, I don't believe in, in non-interventionalist tactics. <coughs> um, yeah. To a certain extent. Um, to a certain extent, yeah. You know, and also the problem was that the, the, the movie didn't always know, like, how political it wanted to be. And I absolutely agree. Like, to end the movie the way it did, it's just like, wait, what? Like, uh, yeah. I Go ahead, because I, I, I agree. Because my, my issues with Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger, was he, he was so radicalized, where if he had just been a little less, if they had toned him down a little bit... And added a little more empathy, he would have been the greatest villain of all time. Mm. But maybe they wanted to avoid him being so three dimensional. Uh, also, one issue I really had was there's there's a term in comic books called uh, "women in refrigerator syndrome," which oh, is comes from the '90s when um, uh, gratuitous or unnecessary violence towards women for no other person purpose than furthering the plot. There was an issue of Green Lantern in the 90s where where Kyle Renner literally came home to his girlfriend in a refrigerator. Wow. Like, murdered and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and chopped up in a refrigerator. Um, like it was Dexter, cool. season three. Yeah. Season three. Yeah, well, that was, that was like tremendous women in refrigerator yeah. syndrome. And it was coined by Gail Simone, who is a comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Um and I think she's written other stuff too. So in the com- in the movie, my Killmonger's girlfriend, whose only name is Linda. Yeah. She was going to be another character, but that character is being used in Luke Cage season two. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So. A lot of a lot of the interesting black superheroes come from Black Panther, which should be no surprise because there are a lot of, a lot of superheroes and villains, from Black Panther. But she was, like, Linda was just murdered for no reason. Yeah. I, I, so my only pushback on that is, she was murdered for no reason, but I think it was this whole, and again, they could have delved a little more. I just think it was this whole thing to show Killmonger was like, no, I'm just playing chess, and you think I love, but you know what, I don't, I have bigger things. It's just like, you thought I loved her, I'm into, because they passionately kiss and whatever, and she helps him out. And the way she gives this actress gives this performance, she's all about him. She's super loyal to him, and I think it was just like, without even flinching, just like mm, I'll kill her because I I got to get to Wakanda. There's bigger. Th- I think he was. It was this whole thing of not that it's all right, but at the same time, I think there was. I think that purpose was just to show that Killmonger was could, had this evil side to him, and you know. Yeah, I just thought it was lazy. Mm. I thought it would have been more interesting if they were like with it and they were trying to like rebuild Wakanda together and just like not just have a character that doesn't even well, have a last name yeah. who gets killed but that goes into just like there there was just a little a little bit lacking um but the, like you like I realized right away that he was that he was uh, T'Chaka's brother's son like the second he showed up I had a feeling in the trailers he just he had this because trailers give away a lot these days, unfortunately. I don't he watch, had some I don't relation. Watch trailers for that reason. Well, in the trailers to Black Panther, it was enough to be like, oh, he's some kind of blood right to the Wakandan throne, like, and in some weird. I, I until I knew, um, until obviously watching the movie, what the whole deal was. I thought it was like, oh, he turns out he was like a long lost brother of Black Panther, and he's come to do whatever, and then you know. Sometimes having a brother is just the same as having a first cousin, which in the movie Killmonger and Black Panther are first cousins, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, sometimes trailers give away too much. 
Just so then I assume you haven't watched the um, Infinity Wars trailer. No. Yeah, there's some. It's like there's so much in that trailer. I'm not gonna say who and what, but people are just like, oh, so it looks like so and so's gonna die. This person's probably gonna die too. It's kind of like ah, you know, it's a lot. You gotta give something, but sometimes they give a little too much. And I think at this point, we're in. It's been a decade. You could give a true teaser, and folks, where can I get my ticket? Where do I sign up? Yeah, I'm going to you see know? every Marvel movie. Yeah. It's a question of whether I see it the week it comes out or not. Sure. But I'm going to watch it. I'm not yeah. going to watch every comic book movie anymore. There's too many. I'm probably not going Agreed. to see Venom. I'm not, yeah, not going to see that. It would take... Did you see Jonah Hex in the theater? I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. But I don't see everyone in the theater. Um, is Josh Brolin the only act to play three like Marvel separate Marvel characters? Jo- Jonah Hex is a DC character. Never mind. Okay. Oh, my bad. Plenty, uh, plenty have done two. Yes, plenty have done two. Captain Absolutely. America, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Chris both, Evans, both Quicksilver's. Yeah. Were Quicksilver, yeah. Were also because they were in the same movie where they so yeah. Um, which but I mean the same act like one actor playing multiple different people like a Ben Affleck or a, a Jeff well, I'm saying or the, Michael Fassbender the act the both actors from that played Quicksilver mm-hmm. were in Kick-Ass which is oh that's true movie. oh I forgot yeah 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 that's right that's right um yeah, yeah. that's, oh, what, that's, that's right. what I was that's what I was saying wait Kick-Ass is Marvel yeah oh I didn't know that it's Marvel imprint but it's Marvel yeah oh I didn't know that okay yeah. you learn stuff new and now apparently you know Tom Hardy who at one point was supposed to be you can tell who the comic book guy isn't. The the gun guy that Will Smith ended up playing? Deadshot? Deadshot, Deadshot yeah. yes. Who I thought... <laughs> that's who was at the end of Justice League. I was like, wait, I'm confused. He kind of looks similar, but it's not. It was Magic Mike. Funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe... Yeah, that's, uh, that's Deathstroke. Deathstroke, okay. Because when he jerks off, he dies. Nice. Yeah. Just, just one and done. <laughs> you ever seen Green Porno with Isabella Rossellini? Of course. Yeah, we'll talk about like like a B. They used to show um, snippets of those before movies at the IFC Center because IFC produced Green those. Green Porno. Green Porno. That was fun. I liked Green Porno. Yeah. Um, I also really liked how um, Black Panther was like pretty solidly spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Like it dealt with like ancestor reverence and certain different ideas of of several parts of African traditions. It was cool. Yeah. Yes. Um Yeah. I so what I did want to say though, you you talking about African tradition, traditions did remind me in that I'm not going to say I'm torn. It's like I see I'm conscious of both sides and that I like the fact that when I just go on social media or I get texts from people or things how it's just like, "Hey, beautiful black skin." Uh, on film or like African patterns and colors and people are like loving it. I just do at the same time, the flip side to that is I do want people to relax a little bit because I'm seeing a lot of like finally and like the beauty of Africa. I do have a problem. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a, there is a fictitious element to it and this is, you know, I don't want, pe- I don't want to be like the killjoy because people are just like, oh, I'm yeah, sick of like negative African. It's, it's hmm? Killmonger. What did I say? Killjoy. Oh, ha. Um, where people are just like, enough with this, like... And it's true, because there's a beauty to Africa, and, and a lot of... It's a large majority of movies that focus on Africa, whether it's a fictitious African country or not, there's, it's rooted in, like, negativity, sorrow, struggle, drama, and Africa's a beautiful place. Haven't even been there, I know it's a beautiful place, so I like that. But at the same time, I think people are going a little too Nas, far... Nas with, went there at the end of Belly. Yeah. Um, no, against just, his begrudging wife, who Tiba, her complaint was Africa. It's hot. Um, anyway, uh, look, look. <laughs> you know, finally, finally, Tiba's is spending, time, is with spending time with me. Yeah, it's because you walked in and I was fucking your dad. Oh no, oh no. Um, yeah, but what I'm getting at is, I just think. This is similar to Get Out, which is funny because it came, this literally Get Out came a year ago and it also features one of the same actors. I think that people are giving it, people who strongly dislike Black Panther and people who strongly love it are giving it a little too much credit in terms of like racial politics and stuff, just like with Get Out. It's like, just enjoy it, but this is not like, just 
relax. I think people on both sides of the, of the coin need just relax a little bit. Relax. Also, I just think like the way how like Hollywood. Don't do that. Oh. It's loud. Oh yeah. The way like the way like the Hollywood machine goes is like is like everything's the worst or everything's the best. Yeah. Like like yo, just chill. It was a really great movie. It handled a lot of things well. It's not the best movie ever made. It's a very good movie. It's one of the better Marvel cinema, Cinematic Universe movies. Um, and, you know, like, just chill out. Yes. It's a good movie. Yes. And I think, like, yeah. That's what I think about it. Have you ever seen the movie Kiriko? Yes. Oh, yeah, I have. The animated? Yes. It's awesome. Yes. I've only seen it once. It's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just made me think of it. Cool. Um, where are we at on time? I don't know, let's see. Um, but it's funny because I'm actually... Uh, we're almost at 50 minutes. I'm on my way to... Not on my way, does in a that, few hours. Does I'm that going, include huh? the, the, the break before? So then we would be at 56 minutes now. Okay. But I was just saying, I'm on my way to see Black Panther again in a few hours, so... Awesome. Yeah. Um, the opposite of Black Panther, I saw the movie Patty Cakes, because I was on a plane. Yeah. You talk, I'm going to go to the bathroom and take a dump, because it's how I feel. Anyways, any movie about white trash, large white female rapper not called Roseanne Bars <laughs> is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Now, the problem with this movie is everything. Um, like, creating uh, black characters in white rap stories that become bad guys, even though what they're doing, like, even if done not perfectly, is just try to protect rap and explain racial dynamics, is a problem. Mm. Like, so, like, the bad guy in the movie is this famous rapper who's like, you're a culture vulture, you suck. But she seems like a culture vulture. Um, the problem is, is that, is that they focused on the wrong stuff. So, in the movie, she's like this bartender, and her mother, like, could have been Pat Benatar, like, she had a record out, but then she had her... And now sure. she's like the town drunk who has sex with everybody. Sure. And, and like that would have been a better movie. Mm. Like like yeah. the like it could have been the wrestler, like, like someone mm. who could have been Pat Benatar and her so, her daughter wants to be a rapper and like what do we do? And it had the movie like came out in like it's in uh, Leeann territory somewhere in New Jersey. Right. It's like country poor New Jersey mm-hmm. and. And then, like, there's this other storyline where, like, her beat maker is, like, this Saul Williams meets Hobson guy that she meets oh, at, a, no. at a graveyard who, like, lives near a funeral house and makes, like, techno goth music. And she's like, slow down the beat and take out the guitar. I'm going to rap over it. And they, and they have sex. It's a bad movie. And, and yeah, he, and, if, if and, there's a character that's a mix of Hobson and Saul Williams, I don't want to know anything about. Yeah, this. and there's there's a good chance that the, the people don't know who Saul Williams is, um, or Hobson. I'm still convinced no, no, Hobson's no, a myth. He's not no, a real person. Stop it! I don't stop. know. No, 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 <laughs> no. They they know who no. Hobson was, but I thought I, for who a was minute he ever. I, for a minute, I thought the actor actually was Hobson. <laughs> okay. Also, yeah, like, I don't know. Um, I'm so fascinated by Hobson. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. Because he's so popular, but, like, is he? Is it all fluff? I don't know. I don't know anyone who knows him. I, I was think, one of those guys, like, I who think, is he? I think young kids in California who, like, skateboard <laughs> and smoke dust and sniff glue like Hobson. <laughs> Fair enough. You know he's got a gold record yeah. in this era. Yeah, like who like he's really popular because because for like people who like ICP type stuff. Oh yeah, but like that want someone sense. who can actually rap. Yeah, because like like he can actually rap. I don't really like his music, but he is. I mean, there's actual, a lot of people who can actually like Eminem can actually rap, but I don't like him. Or I don't his music. think I don't think he could. I, I he, he yeah. used to. He used to. I don't think he can actually rap now. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, sure. It's just, well, I'm saying know. like like a lot of the of like the face paint rap music. Yeah. A lot of those people aren't like great rappers. This is very true. He can like rap, so 
I think I sent you this strange Rolling Stone article about this growing thing of country rap. I don't remember that. It's like people who rap about trucks and guns. Okay. And like they're all in spot. Uh, yeah. They're all inspired by Bubba Bubba Sparks's Deliverance record, which which by the way is a very good record. Yeah. But like Bubba Sparks is like embarrassed about this. He's like, I don't. I make rap music. This is weird. Yeah. And like it was, it was a weird article, and like, so, and it, and like, I tried to listen to it. None of it, the, like, almost none of it was good. Mers had a good breakdown of why the shit was bad. Yeah. Um, also, like, yeah, there's, there's like a, there's, there's like Confederate flags and like, yeah. Like, like if you rap, if you rap and you're, you don't understand the problems of Confederate flags, it's just becoming like what rock and roll. Fucking Yellow Wolf, you fucking. Dick. That that he's the man. I I was already not a fan of him, but then yeah. to like get on social media and complain about why Dixie will never die. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, he's got. A, are he's, you kidding? He's he's like clearly just mad. Like he's got issues. Well, go and, be mad in another music genre. You're not. I'll be Lord Jamar right now for literally a second. You're not welcome. All right, I'm Marcus again because I don't want to be. Lord. Um. Well, the thing about the thing about Lord Jamar that that people Who has don't a podcast understand now. Yeah. is that. What he was trying to say to Macklemore that people got all butthurt about is just that, like, just just respect the fact that that rap music was initially a black music that had to do with black civil rights issues. And to just not yeah. think that you're a guest there is is wrong. And people yeah. got so upset that he said that because... Well, he says it with a certain swagger and vibrato of just... Ar- I mean, he seems he like... He says a guy. lot of... He says a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. Absolutely. But but rap music is a black music that is that had that is intrinsically social and to not be mindful of that is weird. And and also too what's funny is not funny but what's cool is like Lord Jamar is also a guy who will like randomly retweet me sometimes like I did a tweet about Peter Greenaway and he retweeted it or like he was the first person who Without tagging him, he retweeted my review, my long, extensive review of the Stretch and Bobbito doc- documentary. He's in it also, and he's also a guy like if you respectfully disagree with him, he'll he'll have a conversation back and forth. It's just like you're a fucking idiot, and then he says mean shit to you, and then suddenly the mean thing you said to him initially gets forgotten, and somehow it started with him being mean. Yeah. So he definitely gets in there. And also, when my father passed away, I sent him a long DM about how like when I was a kid. The second, uh, not second, one of the first four or five tapes I was allowed to buy was Brand Nubian and God We Trust because my dad like saw the name Brand Nubian um, and he was like, all right, this is, I, I, I was only, even if it had parental advisory, I was only allowed to listen to Afrocentric rap when I first started. And the Punk Shop Up to Get Beat Down video, the trumpet player in the music video is a, is a childhood friend of my father, as it turned out. So I told Lord Jamar all of this, and we had a nice back-and-forth discussion about fathers and who that guy was and music and, and everything. So he, you know, yeah. 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 And so what I'm saying is, so the kind of person that does that, you know, some of his politics are complicated and some of his thoughts... I don't agree with some of the things I he said about Macklemore. And I don't agree, even though I can't stand Macklemore and I think he's problematic the biggest panderer in the world yeah I think actually that shit was insulting to gay people and I think it was insulting to black people and I think Hmm. he has he's got a lot of problems Um, and like his haircut for one who's the who's the bully on Doug go ahead I mean oh Roger yeah Roger anyway go ahead I'm sorry and also, like, no one points out the fact that he sounds exactly like Slug. Yes. This, well, I, people do. I think people... Macklemore is like a megastar, so I think a lot of people who listen to megastars, unfortunately, don't know a- Atmosphere. Right. I, I call them, like, Swag Slug. Swag Slug, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he's done songs with Immaculate. And Slug, yeah. I think. Wow. Because for a while... Well, he, he was an underground He guy. wasn't yeah. famous always. Yeah, he was not. I just don't... I just, <laughs> I just think he's whack. And I think, like, um... I think... Yeah, people just got mad at Lord Jamar because they don't like some of his stuff. But... Or also the bigger things, too. Like, when black people speak their mind. 
in a confident, borderline arrogant way, I think a lot of people don't like that either. Yes. Yeah. And some of his views are... Yeah, it's not even complicated. Some are wrong. Like, I don't agree. Like, I think there's a mislabel. Sometimes, it with him, it's not even homophobia. Because homophobia, there is a fear. I think some people, it has nothing to do with, like, a fear of... They're like, oh, when you hate gay you know what that really means. It means you're secret. It's like, not... Sometimes, yes, history has proven this. Sometimes I think there's just a weird, unnecessary, blind hatred that has nothing to do with a fear. It's just, like, it's ignorance... And it's just, like, mean-spirited, like, disliking. It's not and, even fear. And he got dude dirty in, in Oz. Yeah, he did. He got poisoned. Yes. I, I'll never forget the yes. face. Yeah. Um, Supposed to be the original Omar, but for reasons that we literally just spoke about, he backed out. Also, I remember for a while there was rumor... You know what? I'm not going there. Um, All right, I'm remembering that from when I stopped hitting record because I want to know. Yep. Um. Yeah. So Black Panther. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Jumping Jeff. Yep. Far- yep. Yep. You got me mad now. Um. Black Panther. Great. Patty Cakes. Not great. Mm-hmm. Blade Three. Okay. Uh. Racism. Bad. Yeah. Uh. Lord Jamar. Complicated. Lord Jamar. Complicated. Patty Cakes. I'll never know. Black Panther. Solid. Blade Three. Eh. Racism. Terrible. Close enough. What did I say about racism? bad or you know whatever i mean i i was saying i was saying our both i was i was saying our i it was i was not talking for me i was talking for us well that's why i wanted to interject because i didn't agree with the assessment of blade three or so i just wanted to give my own kind of thing but then i that's why i added so why you gotta double down that like you you think racism is worse than i do because i'm white dude it's gonna sound like no it's not racism's terrible yeah you didn't even need to say it i think people know and if they don't like whatever who cares you know what you know, and you know how you feel. Who gives a shit what someone else might think about you? Fuck them. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. bro. So Blade Trinity is the sequel to Blade 2. and is also the end of the Blade trilogy, thank God, at this point. So then Blade has killed a human, like literally not a vampire, but a human. I don't remember if he has killed a human in the past two Blade movies, but if he has. Oh, well, his mentor father, uh, Whistler, dies. And then he meets up with Hannibal King, played by Ray Reynolds, and Abigail, played by Jessica Biel, who is Whistler's daughter. And so they have to go up against a ancient enemy known as Dracula, a.k.a. Drake. Alright guys, so let's get into Blade Trinity. Now, surprisingly, there's actually one or two two good things about Blade Trinity. One thing is that the fight sequences are actually not too bad. They're well done. You can see what's at least going on other than the final fight sequences. But in the beginning and everything, they're all well done. I